<laughs> hey, a linebacker come here. You started oh, he, recording? Yeah, he's a defensive back. Okay, you're gonna have to edit this though, right? Well, do you want to leave this? Welcome to the Uptown Parlay Podcast Recap Show. You're here with your host Ace and his dad. Hey, folks. Good evening. We're coming back to you again live. The Uptown Podcast is bringing you our dad picks. We're going to help you win some money. We're going to find it if you want money last week. Remember our motto, whether you win or lose, come back and try it again. All to you, Ace. Oh, your favorite game this week. My favorite game this week. Let me see. My favorite game really was Philly. I got a kick out of Philly kicking up on the Giants. Uh, you know, um, aren't you a Giant fan? I'm a Giant fan, but Philly was playing so well. The Giants have hit their wall. They came out the gate strong, six and one. But I think they've hit the wall. They've realized what they really are. As the season goes on, the cream does rise to the top, and the chaff just begins to float back to the bottom. And the Jets and the Giants, among others, are floating back to the bottom. Look at Tennessee. Tennessee is jumping down to the bottom. Arizona tonight, they're going down to the bottom. You know what I mean? At least Tennessee has a winning record when they're leading their division. The same yeah. thing, Buccaneers are 6-7 and seven and are in well, first place. Well, the, like, like I was telling you, the Buccaneers have no backfield. They have no running game. Even though they got, um, what's the name, Fontenot? Fournette. Fournette. I've never liked Fournette. I don't know why. But um, they've got Fournette. That's why. They got no offensive line. They got a quarterback as old as I am. So, you know, I mean, how good can they be? But that's besides the point. My favorite game was was um was the uh, Philly Eagles. Philly Eagles. My think, my, oh, hmm? my biggest favorite game. My biggest that was my favorite game. My biggest disappointment was Minnesota. Really? You're shocked by that? Yes. Why? I, we're in Minnesota. You know, if we win the game... They played in Detroit, by the way. Detroit was okay. at home. They're, we're, they're in Detroit, my mistake. But if we win the game, we, we have a guarantee. We make the playoffs. Yeah. And we get a first-round bye. That's all we have to do is win the game. Okay? Detroit went in there and bullied them and gangstered them and just roughhoused them. You hear me? Took their lunch money, took their socks, took their gym sneakers, made them climb the rope and wouldn't let them come down. They kicked their butt. That was my biggest disappointment. Not that, not that they lost, but the way they lost. It was they how just they got, lost. They, yeah, they just got bullied. So, you know, everybody says we don't trust Minnesota. You know, Minnesota could surprise you and let you down. Yeah, they win, but they barely win. Mm-hmm. But um, to get bullied like that was unfortunate. That was sad. I, I told you I told you Detroit was going to win, and I picked Detroit yeah. to win. Yes, they were favored by one point. They, they won by 12 or 11 or something. It was sad. What was your favorite game? My favorite game all week was the Kansas City-Denver game because Russell Wilson finally had a really good game, which shows to me that it's the coaching and not Russ. Well, and I've been also te- that Kansas City defense is terrible. I've been, I've been telling you it's the coaching. Yeah, but okay. seeing Russell go off the three touchdowns, even though he threw a pick, and Mahomes threw two picks. 
which yes. means Denver's defense travels, and they were and, well, and, they were at that, home, but either way, they covered two, by a lot. Those two picks were awful. Those two picks were as bad as his touchdown throws were as good. <laughs> you know that sidearm thing that that he threw. Yeah, that's that's cool. That's incredible. But the picks he threw were incredible too. They went straight to the defense. Yes. It wasn't a, a tap. It wasn't a reflection. It wasn't anything. Mm. It went straight into the guy's numbers both times. Yeah. Unfortunately, and and within within five, three or four minutes of each other. That's back to back. Mahomes. Yeah. That's that fourteen point. Um. Why do you think? Why do you think? Um. Why do you think he was able to get off in Denver? Because I think he finally just stopped caring so much and he stopped pressing. And Jerry Judy had the game of his life, and he helped me in my in my uh, in our fantasy league. So I'm how about the playoffs. how about that Russell that they started designing some playing some plays to do what Russell does best, move the pocket. You know how bad of a coach you have to be to figure that out in week fourteen of a season. Week fourteen, not seven, not six. Be, 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 between not understanding the offense. And between the bad, the bad um, time use of the clock, the coach has to go, and I think he will be going. I think he'll get fired because he was hired before the new owners came on. So whichever one of the Waltons they're going to assign to run the Denver Broncos is going to show up and be like, um, "Yeah, you got to get up out of here because we can't have this. You're making us look bad." Well, I agree with you. He's going to get fired either way. But I think he's going to get fired because he's allowed to coach, not because whoever came in is, is not that guy's man, so to speak. That's what I think. The most surprising game to me was the Dallas game. I didn't get to see it, but seeing that score was kind of shocking to me that well, Houston was winning the game until the final three minutes. The, yeah, not even three minutes. The final minute. The final minute. That's right. Yeah. The score to the until the, fi the final minute. Um yeah. And, and it was a combination of Dallas play to its level, mm. which to me is a five or a six, and Houston played higher than its level, which was a five or six. So they had him going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I'm not a Dallas fan, and I, I saw the last couple of minutes, and I was rooting for them to, to lose. Um, <laughs> but, hey... Was that your biggest disappointment? No. Or your biggest I, surprise? My, big, my biggest disappointment. That was my biggest surprise. I want Houston to win another game. And if Houston's going to win another game, if it came at the cost of the Cowboys, I would enjoy that. The only other team I would like to see lose to Houston would be Green Bay or maybe the Dolphins. Because I, I, I don't mind the fan bases that hype their teams up. But, like, everybody's like the Dolphins are Super Bowl winners. And I'm like, how? Not since the 70s. I don't know what Dolphins you've seen, but they've been so sorry for so long. Like, even with Marino, like, this team is going to make the playoffs, I think. But they lost to the Chargers because they can't play any defense. And Tariq but, Hill is the only person that can get open, apparently. Again, though, it's an old gambling axiom that the team that travels the furthest loses. They were already in California. Miami, but Miami traveled 3,000 miles to get there. Last week. It doesn't they were in matter. San Francisco. They probably stayed there. It doesn't. They still lost. I, yeah, I'm just saying the team that goes the furthest loses, and, and they went the furthest. And playing in LA isn't a isn't a factor. The only thing that disappointed me was Carolina beating up on Seattle. 
because I thought Seattle was going to blow them out of the water because if Seattle keeps losing these games, they're not going to make the playoffs. And this season has been such a plus for them. I'm surprised that they played so badly on, on defense. At home, too. Yeah, I thought at the home. defense would have been better at home because their secondary is young, but they've been playing well. And they played bad this game. Was that your biggest shock or was the biggest yes. shock Jacksonville? Because that's the best Sam Darnold has looked in five years in the NFL or four years in the NFL. Well, he he's a scrub, but that's was, my that, point. was that the biggest shock or was Jacksonville the biggest shock? Not Jacksonville. Because Jacksonville beat Tennessee. Tennessee's Tennessee is all over the place. But Jacksonville has a great game and then a terrible game. A great like I've never seen a team have this wide of a range. It's like in the NBA. You know what's even better? It's like in March Madness when all of a sudden a 13 seed not only beats the three seed, but they beat them by 10 or 15. Like it was yeah. never close the entire game. And not just on threes. It's like how St. Peter's came out and won. They just beat them consistently up and down the floor. Just just beat the brakes off of them. I got you. Tennessee was 14-7 in the first quarter. Then after that, Jacksonville scored 26 straight points. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then they scored uh, a touchdown in the fourth quarter. And we're like, all right, we're done. Against against one of the top defenses, a team that's known for defense, its defense. Yeah. And um, a defensive head coach, yeah. Now, do you do you think there was a reaction to the GM getting fired? No. Because I don't think I, I can't believe he got fired just because he made a trade to get rid of a guy and the guy comes back to haunt him. That happens all the time. Really? Yeah, you think that you know when you no, play I don't. when you get traded. And you get to play in any sport. You get to play against that team again. Somehow, you get souped up or whatever. You always seem to do better. You think I, that's why he got fired? I think he got fired because the team has a terrible offense. And he made the owner was probably like, "Listen, it's your decision whether or not to pay him." He chose not to pay him, and then the owner's like, "Oh, this, you were wrong. I got to get somebody in here who makes better decisions." Because a, it's hard to find a number one wide receiver. Then when you find him, you don't want to pay him after he's been there for four years. He could one, have been a franchise guy, and now you get rid of him? One personnel decision gets you fired? It has to be multiple. Because he must have been he, – if he's the same guy who drafted A.J. Brown, he's also the same guy who signed all these wide receivers yeah. and who brought in all these guys on the defense and the offensive line. Yeah. And their offensive line looks bad, and their, and their wide receivers look bad. But the defense is still playing well. Okay, but you're not – you're barely going to limp into your division. And they thought this was a Super Bowl possible team last year. I think I think it had to be more than that, though. I just can't believe you get. I mean, you make one mistake, you get fired. He's that, been there that's for, incredible. I think he's been there for six seasons, and he's like, "You're not building a winner." They've been in the playoffs what five or six years, or six or six years. So what you're saying is, as long as you keep making the playoffs, you should keep your job. Yeah, yeah, because keep in mind that a different team has won the Super Bowl. Going, you know, I mean, except for except for New England winning back to back, it's a different team almost every year for 19 straight seasons. Okay, you, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So, if I can make the playoffs every year because I win 10 games, that's a successful team. Then, in that case, sometimes I get past the first round, sometimes I get to the championship, you know, but I'm I'm winning. Every year. It's not like Atlanta. One year I'm in the Super Bowl, the next year I lost 14 games or whatever. Well, then Kyle Shanahan's going to have a job for the rest of his life. He'll always You mean in San Francisco? Yeah. As long as he hangs on to Garoppolo. No. He, he's winning. Did you see that game? 
They beat the brakes off of them. The Tampa Bay had the, the two Tampa things. Bay, one, Tampa Bay did not score a point until the second half, and they only got one touchdown. One because San Francisco got the best defense. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's, that's, what, why. that's what I'm talking about. And and Tampa Bay has a lousy team. Okay. And that kid, that little that 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 um Brock Purdy, Doug Flutie guy, Brock Purdy. Yeah. He's not little. He's a regular size quarterback. He is not. Look him up. He's five eleven or five ten. He's like six foot or six foot no. or something. He's like Aaron Rodgers size. No, he's like um Tyler Tyler Perry. Tyler Murray. He's like Tyler Murray. You know, look him up. Right. He had the game of his life. He might never have that kind of game again. Listen, you're telling me he's playing against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and he throws for three touchdowns and all of a sudden it's fluky, huh? No, I'm just saying that they're uh, NFL players too. I'm just saying, I'm just saying yeah, he's a rookie. I well, I agree with you. I'm just saying that San Francisco was way better than the you know than um the Bucks. Maybe the Bucks are sleepwalking. I don't know. No. But that sleepwalking team is someone's gotta win again, the division. Again, they travel three thousand miles. Okay. They're the oldest lot, team in the NFL, which means they, they should be used to this by now. They had a lot of things going against them. All right. You ready for my pick? What else uh, do you want to get? What else do you want to get into here? I want to. Oh, did you? Oh no, wait. There is no college games. Um, did you? Okay, no, we haven't gone into college basketball season yet. Yeah, we'll keep it to the NFL. So yeah, let's recap your dad picks. All righty. I had one, two, three, four, five, six picks. Unfortunately, I went 50% this week. Oh. I got Buffalo. Yes, you did. Buffalo yes, didn't I... cover. Huh? Buffalo didn't cover because they had field goals. Yes, they did. No, they won by, they had to win by nine or 10. What would they win by? 10? No, they beat the Jets 20 to 12. 22 12. 20 to 12. Oh really? Okay. Yes, they won by eight. Then, then I went. Then I went forty-three percent or whatever it is. I lost many. Mm-hmm. I had the Vikings. I had Tennessee against Jacksonville. Got crushed there. Ooh, okay. I had Philly against the Giants. All right, good win. I had Pittsburgh against Baltimore. Ooh, Baltimore won. Okay. Okay. Um, I and I had Memphis. No, I had Miami. I had my I had Miami against the Chargers. Charge Miami against the Chargers. The Chargers barely covered. They beat them by six points. They had to win by five and a half. Yes. So if everybody went the opposite of your picks, they had a great week. They had a great week. Unfortunately, they had a great week. Yeah. <laughs> you got one down week. Yes. You know? I had a down week. So listen, that means that you folks who are following the dad picks, um, you gave a little back this week, but we're gonna make it up for you next week. You'll be able to take the wheelbarrow to the bank and walk away with as much as you want next week. Now, before we get into the dad picks, who do you have winning? Who do you have? Okay, who do you have winning the AFC? And who do you have winning the NFC? Well, I'm not sure. I have the NFC. The Eagles are going to win. Right? Okay, thank you. No doubt. I got the Eagles all the way. Now, the AFC is a little harder to pick. Really? Because. Yeah, because it could be Miami. Okay. Uh, it could be. Right now, I have to go with Miami. You think? Okay, so right now, Buffalo has a two-game lead on them. Yeah. So even if Miami beats them in Week 15, 
They Buffalo, still have a Miami, one game lead. Miami still has to go to Buffalo to play them in the playoffs. Yeah. Or they have to go to Kansas City or they have to go to Baltimore. Well, you know, this the, the it could be any one of those three teams, but somehow somehow I'm leaning towards Miami. I think Miami may get the break. I see Buffalo, you know, once once Buffalo lost my man hmm. um who came over who was in who was Von in, Miller yeah. Yeah. Once they lost Miller, I think that kind of may have affected their defense. Because if I've heard it described by a former football player, Von Miller was a closer. Yeah. Okay. He was a guy that would come in on the on third down or fourth down and, and make that sack or, or or make that hurry and cause a problem. I think losing him may affect their defense somewhat. The only advantage Buffalo has is the weather. Okay. Um, that's a bigger. That's a big advantage against KC, and almost as big advantage against Miami. It's a bigger but, advantage against Miami, I think. No, be, no, because KC is strictly a finesse team. Oh, you okay. don't think they can play power football? No, and you know, you Buffalo had a hard time in the rain. Yeah, they did. Okay. Um, and 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 the rain and the wind affected both teams. But um, again, Buffalo is a combination of strength and finesse. But I, 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 I put them more in the finesse category, and they had a hard time. I think if it was sunny out, they would have scored fifty points against the Jets. Against the Jets, um, you know, because Jack White, he, he couldn't, he couldn't pass the ball. Did you say Jack White? Yeah. It's not the lead. It's not the uh, lead singer and frontman of the White Stripes. It's Mike White, aka White Mike. Jack Jack White, Mike White. White. Just say just say White Mike. I think White Mike. I think yes, White that. Mike. Okay. White Mike. White Mike is a is a is a passer. He throws the ball five to fifteen yards. Yes. And in the rain, they had trouble doing that. Do you know he had to leave the game after the game in an ambulance? Yes. Yeah, he's he's being checked up. I just saw that he's being checked up for concussion and uh, contusion of the ribs. You know, I can't believe they let him come back in to the game. It, if he had to leave for about 20, 30 minutes to yeah. get checked out, like I'm not saying like I, I understand how tough these guys are, but like I really feel you got to protect them from themselves sometimes. That and just like, shows you. I can't let you go back in there with broken ribs. That shows you how bad Zach is, how, what they think of Zach. Oh no! What it lets me know is he. No matter what happens, he's not getting back on the field. He's he not going to what? It. He can't earn his way back on the field. That's what I'm saying. That's that's how. I mean, they did, I mean, the the guy went out on a stretcher, and they didn't even bring him in. He, he wasn't even dressed for the game. Okay, it wasn't even an option, which is crazy. That's what I'm. That, that that I mean, you know, he he may be uh, another. Um, Another coming of um, hmm. Sanchez, who was Mark good Sanchez. for a minute. Okay. Um, another Tebow. Mm. Um, um, I'm I'm trying to think of the guy that became a gambler. He was a, a big time quarterback dra drafted in the first round. What decade was he drafted in? He's an announcer now. Is, is his name not Ryan? Ryan Leaf. Yeah, Ryan Lee. 
Ryan Leaf had much more other issues than uh, gambling. It was yeah, alcohol but, and but, drugs. Yeah, but my point is, you're going to be a scrub like that. Did I mean, see, everybody's not a oh, star, you know what actually, I mean? No, I hear what you're saying. He was on Twitter, and he was saying something about Zach Wilson, and he said, this is my favorite, what he said to Jets fans. He said, um, I spent the better part of the last 12 years in prison. Oh, can you hear me? I spent the better part of the last seven years in prison, and I'm still having more fun than most Jets fans had the past decade. My man, Lee. Yeah. Which is there the best go. line I've heard. There and you go. I was like, you want to dunk on somebody. That's dunking on somebody. There you go. He should have been a basketball player, right? He's down with the brothers, huh? I mean, he's 6'6". Like, he probably could have played a little ball. He's from Montana, so. That's how to talk that trash, mm. huh? Yeah. That's a great line. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed that one. So, yeah. All right. Uh, I think I will give you my picks. Whoever yeah. wins the AFC North is going to win this, is going to go to the Super Bowl from for the AFC. So you're saying the Bills? No, AFC North. A Bills are in the AFC East. Either Baltimore or Cincinnati. They're going to the Super Bowl? Yeah, whoever wins that division is going to the Super Bowl. Okay. Because those teams are tougher than everybody else in this division. And as silly okay. as that sounds for me to say out loud, yeah. Kansas City can score a bunch of points, but so can Baltimore and so can Cincinnati. But what they have that those other teams don't have are complete defenses. And Baltimore, where, where are the points Baltimore scoring? Did you see Baltimore in the beginning of the year against Buffalo when they were lighting them up? Uh-huh. Okay. I hope you write this down. Oh, it's written down. Because I want to be able to come back and go, no, 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 no. You think I'm nuts, but these are two these are two nine-win teams that are somehow flying under the radar. No, I don't think you're nuts. I just think you're no, 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 no. And Cincinnati went to the Super Bowl last season and surprised everybody. And now everybody's checking for them, and they're still nine and four. Okay. Okay. And Baltimore's Baltimore. If you're willing to go out on that kind of limb, yeah. I'm picking Baltimore. I'm picking Buffalo or KC for the Super Bowl. Baltimore, Cincinnati will be in the AFC title game against and, either uh, Buffalo or Kansas City because it's going to work out that way. That's my, and the only reason Buffalo might not make it is a couple of people get hurt. Like mm -hmm. Allen, Allen is aching now. If he gets hurt, then they're done. Oh yeah, of course. But um, but Buffalo or Kansas City? Buffalo or Cincinnati is going to the Super Bowl. That's wait a minute. I think they're Baltimore, Cincinnati. Baltimore. Yeah, that's what I said. You said Kansas City. I said Baltimore, Cincinnati. I say. Oh, you say Baltimore, Kansas City. No, I say Kansas City or Buffalo's gone. Yeah, I'm taking the opposite of that. You got it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Bet on defense, baby. It wins championships. I hear you. Okay. That's what won the Giants all of their titles. Yes. Um, and a couple of lucky catches, but KC won on KC won on offense. KC won because they had a quarterback that nobody saw coming and their defense was really good. They won on offense. Okay. Most of so. the most of the Super Bowls that um, New England won were on offense. No, they were on defense. The first three were won on defense. And then the last four were offense. Then the only one they won on offense was the one they did against was the Atlanta. Three to come back against Atlanta when Anna was like, "All right, I guess we're done, guys. We're gonna fold up here in the third quarter. We got this in the bag." Oh, they started playing prevent defense, and I was like. Why didn't you just everybody's like, why don't they just run the ball a little bit? And I was Another like, I don't know. Okay. So I'm writing them down. 
And that guy who was the head coach of that team, he's the defense coordinator for the Cowboys. Mm. So maybe he fell asleep on Sunday. I don't know. Because that defense fell asleep against the worst team in the NFL. Because had they lost that game. Now, you know, we have some bowl bowl games coming up on the 17th. Yes. You You want to pick them? Yeah, let's pick those. You want me to list them or you got them? Um, you know what? You list them. I didn't pick them all. I picked the Las Vegas Bowl, which is Oregon State versus Florida. Oregon State. I'm picking Oregon State. Yes. They don't have the odds up on them yet. I don't care. Oregon State's going to be. I'm picking the LA Bowl, Washington State versus Fresno. Fresno State. I'm picking Washington State. Taking Fresno. It means more to them. They've got the New Mexico Bowl, SMU versus BYU. I'm taking SMU. I'm taking BYU. This is going to be the highest scoring bowl game in the history of bowl games. I'm going to watch this game. SMU and BYU? They're going to score like 70 points each. This is going to be a really fun game. And then there's the Fisco Bowl, Boise against North Texas. Give me North Texas. I got Boise. Where's where's my pen? Let me me write these down. All right. And then after this, we're going to get to your dad picks for week 15. Oregon. Washington State, um, Boise, mm-hmm. and BYU. And I have Oregon State. I have uh-huh. Fresno State. I got SMU. And I have North Texas. North Texas, Mean Green. And we both have Oregon State. Okay. That's right. You got it. Yeah. Now, you ready for our dad picks? I'm ready for your dad picks. Okay, folks, here's where we're going to make some money this week. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine picks for you this week. Get your pens and pencils. Get ready to call your bookie. Get ready to call um, your, your, your whoever you're betting with now. You're betting with these corporations with a bunch of crooks. Tell you to, to give you a hundred free bets, but you got to give them a thousand dollars down in order to get the hundred free bets. Let's go. We're off. I got the 49ers against Seattle. 49ers plus three and a half. I've got Minnesota against the Colts at plus four. I've got the Bills versus Miami at six and a half. I've got the Eagles versus your Bears at plus nine. The Bills are, my, wait, you, you have the Bills minus six? I mean, the Bills are plus six and a half no, against the Bills, Miami. No, the Bills are favored against Miami. They're minus seven and a half, I have, from Ben oh, GM. Well, when I say plus, I mean, yeah, the Bills have to win by six and a half. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, the, the last thing I saw was six and a half. It goes to seven and a half. I'm still taking the Bills. Okay. Because the Can problem you- is, the odds I have now on Monday could change by Friday. That's true. And that causes me to lose sometimes because we don't do a show to update those picks. Well, we're doing it on Monday. So I'm going to put what you tell me right here. So if people can get these lines, jump on them now because that's when it's going to be accurate. I got the Eagles against the Bears. The Eagles are plus nine. You think the Eagles are going to beat my Bears by 10 points? They're going to beat your Bears by 20 points. That's that's just me. You know we're going to score as much as they will. I hear you. Okay. We've got the Jets against the Lions. Right now it's even. I'm picking the Lions. Oh, smart bet. I agree with you. 
KC versus Houston. Houston has to win by 14. So the house on you on KC. Okay. KC the covered Bengals. last week. Huh? Houston covered last week. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, this is Christmas week. They'll be out shopping. <laughs> the Bengals versus the Bucks. Mm-hmm. I got the Bengals winning by at least three and a half. All right. The Red, I was about to say the Redskins, but forgive me. The Commodores or the Commanders or the Cooks, whatever, the Convicts, whatever the name is this week. The Commandos. I got the Giants, the the Komodos. Yeah, okay. I got the Giants at minus four and a half. In other words, Washington is favored at four and a half. I got the Giants. Got the Giants, you got the Bengals, you got the Packers against the Rams. I got mm-hmm. the Rams. The Packers are favored by eight. Yes, they are. And I got the Rams. Smart bet. So those are your money picks, folks. Jump on them, make some money. Christmas is coming. You can buy the wife a nice negligee. You can buy the kids a Tonka toy. You know, you can buy your boss a gallon of whiskey. Make that money. What year is it where you are? It That's depends. what I want to know. Why? Why? Because buy people don't boss, do that. They don't buy do your that. boss a gallon of whiskey. They don't do that anymore. No, I don't think they're buying their bosses gallons of whiskey. No. They don't buy the boss a fifth of Johnny Walker Red anymore. A fifth of Johnny Walker Red? Maybe Johnny Walker. That's what used to buy the boss. Guys used to buy their wife a vacuum cleaner <laughs> or a washing machine. What year was this? Nineteen. 1960 something, 1970. 1947. They used to buy the ring of type washing machine. You got the hand ring it, you know? Wow. Modern you buy your kid a Tonka toy a or a Whammo Frisbee. Yeah, I don't even remember having one of those when I was a kid. So I think that I think those had lead in them. So I don't know about that. I would have okay. buy any of those. Either way, make your bet. Those are your dad picks. Make your bet. Collect that cash. Got you. Next week, we're going to go over the uh, next week is basically the beginning of bowl week. So next week, we'll be back on is the 19th. And that is when bowl week starts. So we'll do all of those games. That's when the big bowls start. That's when the ESPN bowl games start. Yes, I just picked some of the smaller bowls. And there were four or five others. I just didn't pick them because. Oh, and my favorite bowl game is the Bahamas Bowl, which is the the longest running international bowl of them all. How long has it been? Three years? Six. Wow. And that's the longest. Six or seven. Well, I Canada have, Canada I had have, the International Bowl. Yeah. I have sneakers older than that. Yeah, I have a child almost older than that. I have I have uh I have to- I have paper towels older than that, actually. I hope not. Yeah. I think I got some sauce in my fridge older than that. Okay. But, now. Um we have no who's playing in the, the Bahamas Bowl is the best bowl game because Basically, you get to go to the Bahamas as a college student, and it's a free trip. Let me see who's and in I'd it. I'd say it's the least they owe you. I think it's Miami of Ohio because it's the MAC Conference, which is the best tie-in for the MAC Conference. And I think for these bowl games, you know what they should do? They should, at the end of the season, they should just be like, whoever wins this game gets to go. It's Miami, Miami of Ohio and UAB. And UAB. I would go UAB. Mm, I'm taking Miami of Ohio. And then there's something called a cure bowl. Yeah. I don't know what the cure is for. They're trying to cure cancer. Is that what it is? Yeah. They should call it the Jimmy B Bowl then if it's on ESPN. Well, they have the basketball games. They've got the Fenway Bowl. Yeah, nobody's I, guess, I guess they're going to play in Boston. 
that you know that game's never actually been played. In the, of course not. Who's going to play a bowl game in the cold? No, no, the first year of the Fenway Bowl was 2020. Really? So that they had to cancel it for COVID. And then last year it got canceled because they didn't have enough players to play in it because everybody uh, got out. So they have Cincinnati and Louisville. So, yeah, I will not be sitting in the stands at 38-degree weather to watch Cincinnati take on Louisville. Let's talk about the transfer portal system. Yeah, I'd like to talk about that. I saw a story about a kid. Mm-hmm. Is going to play for his sixth team. Good for him. In seven years. He's yeah. a quarterback. I don't, I don't even what's remember his, his name. What school is he going to? I don't even know. I didn't care. The fact that he's playing for six teams in seven years. He got, he got one for injury. He got one for COVID and one for exemption for something else. How old are his kids? He should be working on his PA, second PhD by now. You know what I'm saying? How do you but know the other issue, school? the other issue with the transfer portal yeah. is there are actually teams that might not make their bowl game because mm-hmm. they don't have enough players. Between trans, mean? between transfers and kids dropping out to to get ready for the pros, they may not have enough kids to play. Do you know how many? You know how many players are? You know, you know the percentage of players that are opt, You know the percentage of players that are opting out of bowl games. What is it? Point zero zero seven. Really? Yeah. Mm. There's 131 teams at the FBS level. They have 85 scholarship players each. So if you do the math on that, that's 10,000 people playing college football. And that they're opting out for the pros. And you're telling me, and you're telling me they're opting out. Most of the majority of the opt-outs are for transfers. Okay, I I can understand that. You don't want to get hurt going into your next year. But even if even if half the team opts out. Yes. player walk-ons because the whole point is to reward people to be there You're it not doesn't actually to... matter if you win these games it's not basketball where you can take your walk-ons and still play a game why not though they're on the team you let them practice all year yeah i thought rudy was supposed to be an inspiring movie i thought rudy, it was for the love of the game rudy didn't get the practice he got the practice against the e-team okay and if notre dame went to the wasabi fenway bowl in 1973 <laughs> then you know what they should do? They should probably put Rudy on the field. Because the guys you. that they recruited there did not come to college to play in 38-degree weather in New England Nothing. in a bowl game sponsored by Wasabi. Yeah. Nobody okay. nobody dreamt when they were in high school of playing in the SRS distribution Las Vegas Bowl. We need to do something about the transfer portal thing. We need to somehow limit them if you transfer, you have to stay in the school for two years. No, I'm not with that. This one-year thing is... The COVID is, thing is what's making it crazy. They is didn't that let what anybody, it is? Yeah, that's what it is. Everybody has an extra year. So you have all these guys. You know, Stetson Bennett, you know how old he is? No. He's 25 years old. Oh, yeah. yeah he should have okay. graduated college in 2019. Yeah. Okay? Your niece, my cousin, graduated college in 2020. She was born the year after him. I hear you. He was born in 1997. You know who was also born in 1997? Who? Justin Fields. This is his second year of the NFL. I got you. Okay. So there are guys who have basically figured out, I can get good enough to be a star in college, and I'm going to ride this out so I can be the big man on campus and live it up because I'm probably not going to go to the pros. Well, so that's I... what they're doing. They're staying in college as long as possible. They're redshirting. So he basically got a double red shirt because 2020 didn't count. So he was a junior twice. And right. now he's finally a senior. Well, I still think we need to somehow put a cap on it. 
I think I think if you transfer, you have to stay in school two years. I don't care because most of these guys aren't. Most of these players mm-hmm. aren't going to let me make the pros. Yeah, exactly. And and that's so why enjoy, they're transferring. Enjoy it while you can. They're, but they're transferring because they think they can make the pros. They're going to go from team to team so they can start or they can look better or they can look Good. whatever. Good for them. And Commit they, to the school for a couple of years. And if they mentally think that's going to help them, go do it. You know how many transfers University of Buffalo had last year? I talked about this on the Thursday podcast. They had 21. Transferred in. Transferred in. Wow. Transferred in. Our starting quarterback, he yeah. left. He started for Georgia Southern all year. He's gotten wow. to play five years of college football because of 2020. Yeah. Got to play three of them. He may get a shot at the NFL. Who knows? But what I, I do know is he got his degree from Buffalo and he mm-hmm. got a year of grad school out of Georgia Southern. So good okay. for him. Okay. And most guys play for two schools and most of them graduate who do this because they're in college for so long. I'd and like they have to, to know that. to take summer classes too. I'd like, I'd like to know though how many of them, you know, how many people do graduate. I'd like to know that. The graduation rates. I, yeah. I will say, coaches, um, you can't get into, you can't get taken a bowl game away if you don't have an academic progress score high enough. If that makes a difference to you. Okay. I still think two year commitment is is going to be required. Mm, well, maybe when you're coaching uh, Jackson State, you can have that be a requirement. I heard they're looking for a new head coach. Well, I'd rather I'd rather coach Buffalo. I can't live down south, but I can live in the cold. Ah. Uh, can you move to Delaware? Because Delaware State also needs a new head coach. Delaware is kind of country. Delaware. Delaware. Okay. I mean, when when your state is is smaller than the projects I grew up in, you know. <laughs> all right, folks. I think we have exhausted all the conversation for the evening, and we will be ending on that note. Anything else you want to say to the people there? Hey, remember our motto, win or lose, come back next week. Your dad picks the waiting for you. Some of you have made money. Christmas is coming. Remember the wife, the kids, buy the dog a new doghouse. Enjoy the week. See you next week, folks, on the Uptown Parlay Recap Show. Please follow us on Spotify, Podcast Addict, Podbean, uh, Google Podcast, iTunes. Please rate and review. Please give us five stars. If you give us four stars, don't bother saying anything. We know how you feel. Peace.